I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad, the podcast where me and Aaron talk about the ads that we love from the past and from present. And the future. And the future, yeah. Maybe we start yeah. predicting. Well, AI is going to do that. Yeah, we've, isn't it? we've already done that, haven't we? Yeah, we've done that with AI. Yeah, but predicting ads. Oh, we predict. We just start using this as a platform, start pitching ads to people. If we have an ad for someone, but we don't have a contact in that We've brand. We've kind of done that on a few occasions. Been like, <laughs> they should have done this. <laughs> um, Hail Marys uh, through the podcast. You never know, they might land. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, and today, uh, our lovely viewers and listeners, this is a very exciting episode. This is our 100th episode. If we were that type of podcast, I'd have like a sound effect of applause. Hey. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, um, <laughs> but we're not that type of podcast. No. We don't have those <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 100. 100. One, 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 um yeah so hard to believe um we've hit the 100 we'll we'll exclude the two super bowl specials which technically brings it to 102 technically um they don't count um <laughs> but uh Shane, but, what i'm loving about your announcement that this is our 100 episode <laughs> is the mooted excitement yeah so this is our hundred i'm just loving that it's it's a big milestone yeah it's well a big like, milestone but it's also it a is a big morning. milestone it's also uh, a friday morning it's friday morning this. it's a big milestone uh, at episode 50 i had plans for what we do to 100 none of those plans have come to fruition because mm. you know life happens <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah life happens and you know we have to do our job outside of this podcast well you know what they say <laughs> life begins at 100 that age old age old expression is that what they say that's what they say you know yeah you haven't met a podcast until you've met a 101 episode your 101st episode yeah that's yeah. that's true um but no yeah look really good just want to take this moment to thank everyone who's listened and watched and um we really appreciate the support and everyone who is even if like like many people you just see the thumbnail and you don't actually listen but you, when you you say it to us when you see us we really appreciate that <laughs> we might as well just put up we should just we should actually just stop doing the podcast and see if anyone notices and just put up thumbnails that we would just do in like a second and like just literally have it linked to like something really really obscure every week like a yeah, different just random Rickroll. podcast every, every every thumbnail is a rickroll and like just a uh, rickroll no like lead it to like really like every episode should be like an obscure one that has like five listeners that's in ohio about like that state's history and then the next <laughs> one is about something else um i would that would be that'd be so funny um no but all, all, but no, all, yeah. all joking aside that we've 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 told the reason why we started a number of times on the podcast and we've kind of got into it with people that We've either met at meetings or or um, invariably in a pub. Got into it sounds so aggressive. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Got well, into let me it talk to you about your podcast. So yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but it, genuinely, this was um, in 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 late twenty twenty. Uh, was it was it was discussed? It was thrown out there. A shy little Shane Brennan came over, going, "I think we should do a podcast." And you know what? He was dead right. Uh, one because it meant we didn't have to do blog shy. posts. 
and yeah. you you were timid because you knew what you were saying was the most. Oh, it was an outrageous request. It was an outrageous request because it was the most oh, stereotypical stop. thing. If you'd have done it to me, yeah, I would have been like, "Get the fuck!" But, but your belief in it was so strong that you got over that shyness and got over that stereotypical ask, and you went for it anyways. We uh, mm. and we gave it a go. Um, we gave it a go and we did a trial, a little trial episode that uh, hasn't seen the light of day yet. You know, maybe on maybe on our thousand. This episode. is so I okay. So I was trying to dig this out. The reason this hasn't seen the light of day, oh, we've lost it. We've was because we've lost the footage. Have we actually the first episode? Yeah, because <laughs> the first. Uh, um, yeah, no, of course we have. Um, so remember what happened was we did it in the office. I was using. We, no, 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 but we did it in the office and we didn't really record anything. We kind of recorded. We didn't even know kind of how to use Zoom properly. This is pre-pandemic. No, middle mm-hmm. of pandemic. Sorry. But like we were trying to figure out how to record. Load. I think I have a screenshot, though, <clears throat> you do. that I took. You had the chops on you. That I, uh, yeah, I'll, pu- I'll, I'll put it up. But what happened was, remember, we did the first episode um after the pilot so i had that all in one folder and then the whole yeah. folder like corrupted on me remember and i had to re i had to remake up like i had to redesign the the logo i had to redesign i had to find like i had to build the whole template again from scratch for episode two and i was fucking livid <laughs> so i'm not doing um, a podcast anymore <laughs> yeah no, that shows how much i wanted to do it that i was willing to do that but uh um, yeah we we got over we got over the the, the fact that we were and and to our to our friends in the industry as well it was a very much we were showing our betty we were leaving ourselves open for uh for jobs oh, yeah. uh but you know what pushed through it and well i think what's what's for me and it was kept me coming back for each episode is that it's a bit of crack it's a bit of fun uh between the free gaff episodes like this one and when we have a guest on and you're, you're genuinely kind of learning a bit more and it goes back to the reason beyond just not having to write a blog post but the reason we wanted to do it was during during lockdown we didn't get to chat to people about ads like you would ad hoc when you meet people in person and we enjoyed that process we enjoyed chatting about ads uh, and this one mm-hmm. by by positioning towards ads we like as opposed to just dissecting an ad loving it or hating it nine times out of ten it's fun and you enjoy the ad so yeah thanks shane for um for for uh for for, for getting the, plucking up the courage and with the idea and uh making us do it so fair play you wouldn't be here without it yeah and it did help that uh there's a lot of days where I'm editing it. I fucking regret it. <laughs> yeah, you, you you get to have the nice fun and just say, oh yeah, I jump in on that. We do that for do you, 30 minutes. Do you minutes, want to do the minutes. invoices and that? I, I'll swap. I'll, I don't mind. Oh, don't, 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 don't air dirty laundry. That's not the point. I, I still do other things that are our job that you don't do. The podcast is a separate thing. <laughs> but uh, no, there's days where I'm like, oh God, that audio. Oh no. <laughs> or it's like you can pick something. I'm like, I gotta cut every single time that person's not speaking and remove their sound because they're picking up other. That guest yeah. is bleached out from the sunlight. All those yeah. kind of things. Exactly, all those type of fun things where you're like, I just want to get this. I just want to. I just want to turn this out. But <clears throat> no, it's worth. Look, it's worth it. Um, I think it's worth it. I think it's. Uh, it's 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 good crack. Um. Do we end uh, yeah, on a high no, chain? Do we end on a hundred? Do we do we make it clean? Do is this is this the last episode? I like throwing in uh, the 
is this the last episode every now and again just for just for a bit of crack get those get those clicks up bit yeah of yeah um yeah yeah if you want we can go we can go the way of uh, uh call her daddy and i'll get the spotify exclusive and you can go <laughs> set up aaron with an a um podcast uh fumble the bag you've thought about that um, before you've thought about aaron with an a that <laughs> no i literally haven't aaron you know some of us are just we gotta top them up oh yeah um yeah aaron with an a uh, and i'll just keep i'll give you that one i'll Thank give you that one the only reason I, I saw her in an interview someone asked her it was like did like was asking her about it and i was like geez i haven't thought about that person in ages so she just was top of mind <laughs> Um, Brilliant. But yeah, no, it's really good. So without further ado, we will kick in to our 100th episode. Uh, Aaron, what have you brought for us? So Shane, the ad that I had today, it was one of those experiences that doesn't happen often, but it's like when you you put on a, a, a pair of trousers that you haven't worn for a while and there might be two euro in it or a fiver in it. And it's like, oh. I was I wasn't I wasn't seeking out two euro or a fiver, but I found it, mm-hmm. and that's what happened with this ad, where I went looking for a completely different ad that I knew of, and stumbled across this instead, and I had to bring it to the table because I fell in love with it as soon as I watched it. So we just jumped straight into it. It's a it's a returning brand uh, that, that we've had in the podcast. This is Struck by a Rainbow, a Skittles documentary. Oh, it was definitely the most difficult time of both our lives. Why would you do that? It's, it's just something that I always That's all anyone ever does is pick at me. You know what? I'm sorry. Hold on, I need pick some privacy. David, I, I need you to take a break. Look, I'm you want tired. some? The colors are extraordinary. I was one of the first people to see David when he was admitted here. I, I'm the one who found him, and I seen the whole thing happen. Uh, my name is David Millwood. And 14 months ago, I was struck by a rainbow. And I am now made of skills. Life has changed a lot since I was struck by a rainbow. I can't control so much where the skittles go. We got brooms in every room and dustpans and um, and bowls wherever wherever we need them. I still get stares. That's what people do. They just look and they think, I wonder what he tastes like. There's things. I mean, I don't have to go to the barber anymore. <laughs> I'm saving money there. Of course, there are good days and there are bad days, but we are going through them together. Uh, I don't, I don't remember everything, obviously. I was at home making dinner. David was taking our dog Turbo out for a walk. Out of the blue, all of a sudden, it just started chucking. And then the sun broke through the clouds. It was like some rainbow god. And it just comes swooping down out of the sky to touch the earth. And then... A million colors everywhere. And and then I got the call. I didn't know what to think. My mind was racing. Um, it was a shock. I mean, I woke up. <laughs> there was a very weird vibe in the room, okay? 
Well, from a medical perspective, there's nothing wrong with David. His skin is just nail skittles. I knew my husband was going through an identity crisis. One can only imagine what someone would go through when their skin is all small, multicolored candy. Eventually, I decided to, to venture out. He would wear disguises. All right. I am not the Skittles man. Hey, buddy. <laughs> it took me a while to get used to myself. Everyone says it's what's on the inside that counts. But in David's case, it's on the outside, too. When I met him, I couldn't even talk. He was just like, uh, 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 uh. uh I'm pretty popular. <laughs> He's somewhat of a local celebrity. I am a man made of Skittles, and there is nothing wrong with that. Life is sweet. For me, anyway. <laughs> Who can say that every day they wake up? It's <laughs> more where that came from. <laughs> I just think he's the most amazing man in the world. Document the rainbow! Taste the rainbow! That is Struck by a Rainbow by Skittles. That was created in 2014 by BBDO Toronto in Canada. And uh, yeah, I Canada. I clicked into that cuz the thumbnail of of David and I I wasn't disappointed. Uh very much not disappointed and uh, for anyone who's listening, you you heard what the story was there, but essentially if you're if you're viewing it, David is just like a regular man wears regular clothes but just all of his skin is is skittles <laughs> uh yeah so i love that ad yeah i just thought it was great i thought it was really well done yeah i don't i've, I've never seen it i actually don't know how i feel about it i'm kind of like because i feel like at the time before skittles went on to do everything they do i'd say but yeah it's just so weird like it's it is. just so weird like if it feels like something that would be um like an snl skit or something yeah kind of or kind of like yeah what is that transdimensional tv in rick and morty it just feels like uh or like or it'd be a, like a one-liner in that show it's like morty this is where everyone's made of skittles and then they just jump past and then the guy's standing there so the skittles are just like it wouldn't be longer than than five seconds um i think there's something there's like i I like the commitment to it, but for, for me, I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, uh, not in a bad way. I just, yeah. I'm like, I I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I love that, but I don't know why I, like, it's it's just so weird. It's just so weird. So, um, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just, I'm kind of like, I feel like I've seen other stuff they've done. Maybe it was just felt a little long for me. Well, it was, was a, it was a documentary, was. so they did have that license to go a little bit longer. But it, it, it's kind of building off. Now Skittles have so many ads out there over the last yeah like, yeah two, three no, decades, no, no. but it, it's building off that that legacy that they've they've created, where <clears throat> they can mess with human physiology uh, yeah, through their advertising. So we have the one where your man touches it and he touches, mm-hmm. might as touch turns into Skittles. Um, there's also one that was um, that I, I saw when I was looking into this one a bit more called Pinata Man, which I hadn't seen, which mm-hmm. is essentially a man <laughs> who comes into an office with a bandage on his head and slams uh, some Skittles on the table. And he goes, is this what you're looking for? 
if you when you hit me on the head, do you think this is what was going to fall out of me? But he's actually a man who's a who's a human pinata. Mm. <laughs> so it's, it's <laughs> they're fucking mental in there. In fairness, um, but this so this is kind of an, a a more recent incarnation of that. Um, I what I loved about it is the commitment to the form. Uh, not the fact he's made out of skittles. That's it's how they brought that to life and their commitment to documentary style, and the performance mm-hmm. of in particular the skittles man, and uh, the 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 kind of the kid slash young teenager who meets him. He was brilliant. I just thought the little one liners that 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 he had, as in that the, the skittles man had, you know, like like shit jokes. They just they just made it really really real for me and like the little bashfulness he'd have when he was putting on the disguises or hiding from the seagulls who were flying around his head yeah. trying to pick at him that just that brought it to a level of going oh they've, they've they've gone all in and the performance makes this believable that this is a real man whose skin is made of skittles and that that's what got me to to not just mm. being interested in the ad but to loving it yeah, and I suppose that's what they do by making it slightly longer. Is the longer they keep at it, you're like, wait, where is the where are they hook? What's the and it's not anything. The point of it is it's not anything. It's observation it's just, no. about this yeah. fellow who has skittle yeah. skin. I think for me, maybe potentially, it's just I I don't find it that fun. Like maybe that's what it is because I'm like, oh, I like what skittles do, and I like this place they they went into. Um, I I don't know. I would have liked to, but then as you said, it's the commitment to that form. So I would have liked to have seen him in potentially in more fixed, fictitious scenario mm-hmm. setup type things, like in that concept. And that's what I like when they do with stuff. Whereas you're restricted by that documentary or mockumentary form. But uh, but no, yeah, it's good. What did make me chuckle was when he put the disguises on. <laughs> that was that, good. That made me laugh. Yeah. I'm not um, the Skittles man. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was funny. Yeah. See, you find that way funnier than me, though. Yeah, it's, I think it might be just a humor. I, you, yeah. That is your humor. Oh yeah, that's that's me bottled up right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, it's good though. It's cool and like brand wise, it it sticks in that kind of like over commitment to ridiculousness, which is what they'd done even from a their thirty second ads at the time, like where your man does have that Midas touch um things like that like it's just they're like like they're really committing to that universe mm. where these things can happen mm-hmm. with skittles and you got to respect that kind of moving into different mediums to do that as well um because it's i guess you look at this this messaging all as one brand identity um but yeah yeah no i think it's, that's it's really good i think it's definitely worth a watch for anyone because i've never seen that now i've seen so yeah. many skittles but that, i've but never even that, heard of it yeah, no, it's um, it's gas. It's cool to see the that commitment to it, though. Um, cool. That's uh, that's awesome. That's uh, oh, also, what was funny was when he was playing guitar. Playing the guitar was funny. <laughs> that was, he might as well have just got a cheese grater on his hand. <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. Um, okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna go now. So, funny. The reason I ended up thinking about this ad is when we were doing the chatbot GPT uh promo um i asked uh chatbot gpt uh what we were kind of testing it and we were like i was like oh i wonder if we could have it on as a guest for the for the podcast and um i asked it remember to to tell me about nike's advertising yeah 
So um, if anyone is wondering, we didn't put this in the podcast. This is us chatting off. No, off no, mic. we were just chatting about this and trying to, um, trying to have a, a weird episode with a with a fit with an AI guest. It wasn't really working out. <laughs> no, we never. Yeah, it wasn't not working out. We just never tried it. We were just kind of we were just playing around with it. Um, let's see if I can find it here. What it actually said. Uh, but <clears throat> does it want me to hold on one sec? Text completion. This one? I was actually in this yesterday. Chatbot is coming to our AI API soon. Sign up. Hold on one sec. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I'll cut this out. Uh, I just want to see if I have because it, if I have the uh, what it wrote about Nike. Um, try chatbot. Here we go. I do. Um, yeah. So when we were when we were messing around with that, we were like, uh, "Well, wouldn't it be interesting if we did like a whole episode, which is Chatbot GPT as a guest, which we still might do um, before it goes paid for." Um, and I just asked Chatbot GPT, "What do you think of Nike's advertising?" And the answer was, uh, "Nike is known for its powerful and impactful advertising campaigns." The company often uses a combination of celebrity endorsements, emotional storytelling, and a strong call to action to promote its products and brands. Nike's Just Do It slogan is one of the most recognizable and effective in the industry. Their campaigns often aim to inspire and motivate the consumer to be the best, their best selves, whether it be in sports, fitness, or everyday life. Overall, Nike's advertising is often considered to be effective and memorable. That sounds, I was like, oh, that sounds like you're about to introduce like the head of marketing from Nike on stage. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. a perfect introduction for anyone who hasn't heard of Nike in the room. Exactly. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, geez, I, ha- I haven't looked at any Nike, adver- Nike advertising in ages. So I was like, what is a Nike ad that I that I remember? And I was like, oh, I love this. So this this is an ad. It's called Park Life. Um. It is done, directed by uh, Jonathan Glazer, um, who we know who's been on, whose work has been on the ad or on the podcast quite a bit. And the creative agency is Simon, Simon's Palmer. Um, so if we want to give it a watch and we chat about it after. Football, football, football. We get nothing but football morning, noon and night. Shut up. Come on, Eric. Come on. Confidence is a preference for the habitual voyeur of what is known as. A morning suit can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as. John's got Brewer's fruit, he gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons. They love a bit of him. Who's that gut lord marching? You should cut down on your pork life, mate. Get some exercise. Yeah, so do you remember that I'd be on telly? Uh, I don't remember being on telly. I think I've seen that once like years and years and years ago. No, I remember that ad. Wow. I remember that because I I was looking and I was like, I fuck, because I remembered Cantona being a United fan. 
I remember Cantona in the different jersey. Yeah, I, d- being, I, d- I doubt Nike we're, we're buying spots on RT2 in, uh, <laughs> back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> For you, yeah. They weren't buying them on the, uh, TG Carter. Uh, maybe they were. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this is a really... This is a really cool moment for Nike football, right, um, in the UK. So, essentially at this stage, first of all, that's shot in a place called the Hackney Marshes in London. Um, it's 120 full-size football pitches. That, that was a real side shot by then. Side. That was a real yeah, shot. It's a real place. Wow. And surrounded by council flats. Um, so, it's, uh, it's an unbelievable place. And it really... So, what happened was... Nike were trying to get into into football globally and they kept doing it by using like um, famous players, sexy skills, silky stuff, trying to do what they did with basketball and stuff like that. They were dominated. They were known for American sports while people like Puma and Umbro were ahead of them in football. And when the creative agency was talking to them, it was seen as that the, the British people in particular didn't trust the American brand as in you don't know football so how why would I buy anything you make mm-hmm. okay at that stage um, and then the creative agency talks about there's a really good article on it on the website the creative moment.co there's a really good write-up like two two or three pages um, uh, so that's where I'm getting some of this insight. Um, so essentially, the guys, the creative agency, went over to Oregon, uh, Portland, Oregon, and it was evident that they didn't understand football because one of the the Nike um, execs was like, "Yeah, we need to make a fancy soccer ad that utilizes all our assets." And the guy, the creative agency, was like, "You, you mean you need to make a football ad with football players?" <laughs> and there was like a level of confusion. So they were like, okay, we're, we we'll let us take this away. We we'll make you something that'll that'll do the job that's needed to be done. So <clears throat> essentially, and and the the creative agency had just come off uh, um like a DNAD winning silver winning campaign called Kick It with Nike before, um but still uh, sorry Nike I'll jump between Nike and Nike here, um, uh they. They wanted to do something really different. Now, obviously, Jonathan Glazer is, is very hot in the late 90s. Um, so uh, they get him on board. They then use go to their creative directors and things like that. They find the creative... I think the art director was reading in the back of the sun about a 101-year-old footballer who played called the Grand Old Man of the Marshes. And he'd never heard of the Hackney Marshes. And the guy at 101 still goes down on a Sunday to play football. So he went down with a disposable camera, started taking pictures and stuff like that. And they were like, okay, this is the place. And then obviously they they figured out the song. They figured out who they wanted to be in the ad and kind of how they were going to do it with making it about sun. This is like England is 55 million people. In England, 11.8 play football like million so one in five people play football um so they really wanted to tap into and a lot of that happens in like the hackney marshes it happens in like it doesn't happen in the premier league 
Yeah. So they really wanted to tap into if you're going to sell boots, these are the people you're selling the boots to. You're not selling the boots to Eric Cantona. Um, but everyone who plays Sunday League wants to be a star of that mm-hmm. game, right? So um, there were, and there was a there was a feeling watching that that was it was that a young Henri uh, taking that volley shot or uh, no no Are you showing you like football now that, that's Ian Wright. Ian Wright, uh, right. That's so Ian when Wright. Ian was was going for his his volley shot, like that was a beautiful shot. Mm-hmm. So it almost felt like that actually wasn't him. That was just another Sunday League player. But he felt like a striker, like a, yeah. a Premier League player when he's taking that wearing that gear. Same as Cantona's move. He does this silky amazing move, but then they slowly show you this is not the ad you're thinking when the man drags him back and just fouls him. <laughs> so what's amazing about how they did this, right? Because Ian Wright in particular from East London is a huge London hero at this time. Um, so they had to keep it all secret. So it's all real. So because you, you wouldn't stop these people playing on a Sunday. You can't take over that place. <laughs> so um, they kept it a secret. They were going to shoot it over two days. But the minute... So how how the secret got out of the bag, the, they everyone knew there was an ad getting shot for Nike, but they didn't know like what. So the guys were like, "Yeah, you just play Sunday League, and we're just gonna hang around." They kind of got permission from people, and then they were like, "Okay, we need to we need to bring Canton out, okay, and we need to put him in the middle of one of these semi-pro teams, and let him play." So they went over to to like they saw someone wearing number seven in one of the teams and they were like is there any chance you got a few games on today it's like yeah 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 is there any chance your number seven will sit out and the number seven was furious he was a plumber and he was like i've only come here to play football you can fuck off like (laughs) and then like the director was like yeah but this we have a lad who just wants to take your place just for like a game or two and he's eric walks in and literally delivers the line hello i'm eric <laughs> right. And your man the plumber goes, Yeah, nice lookalike. <laughs> right. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't believe it's Cantona. Um and then he suddenly realizes it is, and then the secret's out. So now everyone all of a sudden realizes why the fuck is Eric Cantona here? And then ne- the next day the sun did a three page backspread on the fact that all these football players are down in the Hackney Marsh. Um and uh, they just literally went to the lads. It was like, okay, you're playing anyway. Can we drop Robbie Fowler in? Can we drop David Seaman in to just make a few goals, to save a goal? I think David Seaman was only there for an hour. Um, but, uh, and like the guys said, it was amazing. Like there's 120 pitches, so you can just shoot goal after goal after goal. There was proper injuries happened, like none, none of the fancy players. There was like in the middle of the matches, lads would box and fight because it was a real game. <laughs> Fucking like, hell. it was normal guys just playing and girls playing football as they do so all, the, all those weekend. b-roll shots of non-star that's real people are real are real games real celebrations that's real games happening that day over um they did it on saturday and sunday um that they're real that's real games um and the you know the aggro bit where the two lads are like doing the bull on the forehead is that is that a famous player as well no i i didn't recognize him but he could easily be uh, like a Vinnie Jones type character, but I didn't, I didn't recognize right. him. Now anyone from um, England who could be a big Fulham fan might be like, "That's the legend." <laughs> um, uh, I thought he did look like someone, but I don't think it is him. Um, 
but yeah, so like it did it did really, really well because it showed it showed the UK that Nike understood what football is there. Mm-hmm. This is what football is to eleven million people. It's not and like it did really well because it wasn't shot like the Premier League is shot. It wasn't shot like how you watched football on television. It was shot like which, you're on the sidelines watching one of the matches. Which is perfect because the football is different. Do you know what I mean? It's not the same football that they play on Sunday League. It like the way everything is shot for the Premier League and stuff is all silky and you want to see everything and and everything's perfect. But even with that style of like the zoom in on the people, it just everything's much smaller. It's much narrower. You can't see everything. When you're watching Sunday League, you're just watching like a fucking clamber of bodies and you're just looking for that ball right mm. so um bringing it to life like that it was the authenticity that they brought to life with it is what really did really really well they won um awards for the campaign which they did better than the one before that they promised nike so uh they were over the moon with that and like simple things like the egg and the egg to start it and the orange to end it yeah that really that was really bookend in sunday morning there and I just think they, they just tapped into something. And like Jonathan Glazer, do, he does this. This He's very authentic as a filmmaker. And it's just, it's. I just remembered it. And just when I was thinking of Nike, I was like, what? Because like we've obviously shown Scorpion and we've shown all those big ones. Now, Sam Moorhead, I'm surprised actually considering what he showed when he was on this. I imagine Sam probably loves because he showed the choir, mm-hmm. um, all that Him really kind of grassroots football. Did he show the, the pub team? The legends. Who showed that? No, that was, you know, that was, was all a, the legend football players. That was, um, a, that was where they have the, the the dress room, Bobby. And then they play a match. Yeah yeah. 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 So like that one, it kind of taps into this kind of authentic nature of what football is in the UK. Yeah. So a foggy cold morning and you're going after a foggy playing. cold morning. Very similar to what guys here. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? It's just different, but uh, but yeah, I just thought it was um, even like even though yeah, four, four times the population of Ireland play it there, <laughs> play football there. Um, uh, yeah, for me, I just remembered it. The song is unbelievable. The song was very of the time. I just loved seeing those stars brought down to the ground. That your man dragging Cantona back is just the best thing in the world. It's edited it. very well as well. The, the editing. So was very story around the editing. Um, Glazer brought it was edited in New York but it was quite a tough edit so he went over to an editor that he'd done an, um, a Michael Jordan campaign with and she just wasn't getting it she was American she just wasn't getting it and uh, it was like lacking soul and um, he wasn't happy about it but then another editor like, came along met them in the lobby and was like oh, lads you don't you don't look too happy and he was English and he was like, yeah, he goes, the Americans just don't, don't get the, the soul of what, of what, what it football is. is. And he goes, I'd love to have a shot at cutting your film. And they brought him in and he cut it to that. Really? <laughs> and yeah, 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 yeah. Literally Maybe. met them in the lobby. They were just, this is just, give us a, give us a shot, give us a shot of your film. Give us a, give us a shot of your film. I'll do it. And okay, uh, yeah. that's what you got. Yeah. So it's cool. Once again. Props to the article on creativemoment.co. Um, 
it's really interesting loads of information loads of anecdotes from art directors creative directors about the campaign itself um so if you get a chance or you want to see read more about what i've just absolutely butchered in the retelling um jump over there and you'll be able to read it from the horse's mouth with more detail so uh, props to them i love, but, uh, I love, yeah, I love I just, the stories behind behind ads like that so it's not only a good ad yeah. but i love i love knowing how they actually went about it how did they yeah what was the problems that what was the the obstacles that they came across and how they went about shooting that was good but interesting i thought that like no one who was involved knew about the hackney marshes before they started trying to figure out the problem it wasn't like someone in there was a huge fan they yeah. went and found what they needed like which is really cool in terms of because you know sometimes it's lightning in a bottle where you're like you get the brief and you're like i know this audience here's what we do those people they didn't know they didn't know what to do and then based on reading the sun they found you know what i mean they found what mm -hmm. they needed they went with a disposable camera and saw it and I just loved that. I was like, that just shows you don't have to be, you don't have to know everything about that sport to get something that's truly authentic. You can literally just, as a creative person, be like, how do I solve this problem? What is this? What is the feeling around this sport that I can tap into, you know? Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That was really cool. Enjoy that yeah. one. So, so that's... um. That's it. That's it for uh, for the hundredth episode, gang. Now, have you no fads in that? Now, are you happy now? Will, you, will that do you for another week? Huh? Yeah, tons of ads there, lads. Well, tons of ads a, there. Give us a shot your ads there. So, um, if you have been listening to this and you want to watch it, as always, go to workwithfo.ie forward slash podcast, and the episodes are there. You'll get to see the ads. Um, if you're on anything that can like and subscribe, do that with sound. And other than that, we will see you for the next episode, which will be a Super Bowl episode where we have a returning guest. Very, very special guest. Very special guest for a very special time of year. Shane, very special. Very special time where a lot of money is spent, a lot of slop is produced, Ooh. but sometimes cream rises to the but top what we'll do is we will wade through the slop <laughs> for you yep, our loyal definitely. listeners to bring you that cream that that lovely bowl of cream exactly exactly okay cool right go on we'll leave it there guys thanks so much it's long take it one. easy